Welcome to Conversations with Pussy. This is a podcast which holds liberating and empowering conversations about sexuality, pleasure and healing. We're focused on supporting all vagina owners to feel free and excited about having a loving and soulful relationship with their pussy. I'm your host, Grace Hazel. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for tuning in for this episode of Conversations with Pussy. Today, you will be having a conversation with me, myself, and I about celibacy. So I am not interviewing anyone today. I am just having a yarn with you all about my experience with celibacy. I will be speaking to you about my perceived benefits of taking a period of celibacy and we'll see what else comes out as I chat to you. Now what I would like to say firstly is for anyone who's like well what's celibacy? Celibacy means intentionally taking time out or abstaining from sex and for me personally I also decided to abstain from dating and relating. Now, you may be sat here thinking, uh, well, why would I go and do that, Grace? So I want to list you firstly some of the reasons that folks I know and also for myself have taken periods of celibacy. So currently at this moment of my life, I have had conversations with those who identify as men and those who identify as women about this. So that's my current understanding and wisdom for folks who have taken a abstinence from sex and relating. So that's where this list is coming from. I am sure that if you Google celibacy, there is going to be so much that comes up. Yet this is my perspective and I tend to take quite a healing perspective on the reason that I do things. So I hope that this list can generate some understanding about why the hell anyone would decide to abstain from sex and relating. So first off, taking a period of celibacy can be super supportive for anyone if they have any addictions to sex. Now this personally didn't resonate with me as I've never had a sex addiction but I know lots of folks who have taken periods of celibacy who were addicted to sex and this decision has been super healing for them. The next thing is that it can be supportive to overcoming addictions to being validated by relating, being validated by being loved or being desired. So I can definitely resonate with this one here. The need to feel like I am validated through being desired. And I'll talk to you about that in my story in just a bit. Next thing is that if you were feeling like you were going over similar patterns in relationships and intimacy, particularly if these feel toxic or unhealthy, having a period of celibacy can really, really support with this. Next thing is that, and it's my belief, and I've recorded multiple podcast episodes on this, and also in my intimate group program, Becoming, we go into the energetics of sex. However, it's my feeling that taking a period of celibacy can really support us to clear out our energy field of old lovers and partners. 
Next thing is that by taking a period of celibacy, this can also support you to get really in tune with your sexual energy. So instead of using your sexual energy for literal sex, you can start to cultivate it and gather it and open it up in your body. So sexual energy translates into life force, it translates into creative energy. So actually taking some time to not explode that out of your body or let that go from your body through sex can support you to cultivate that and actually anchor your sexuality to direct your sexual energy into something else such as creative projects, such as something else that you want to birth through you into being. And the last thing that I've written here before I go into my own personal story is that actually having a period of celibacy can really allow you to get into alignment for the partnership that you want to be in. So if you feel like you are in a position where you're like, I am really ready to be in a long-term partnership, I'm really ready to go deep, actually taking a period of celibacy to really get aligned with that can be so helpful. And that's personally part of my own celibacy journey, which I am going to tell you about now. So of course, this isn't an extensive list of benefits. It would be actually quite incredible, I'm just sat here thinking about it now, to bring in some folks onto the podcast to actually talk about their experience with celibacy. Like I said, I've had some amazing conversations with people and I just find it so inspiring when I hear folks decide to do this for themselves. And I know that this might seem a little bit backwards because I am encouraging always folks to ignite their sexual energy, to connect with their sexuality in a really beautiful, new, deep way. And so it might feel like, well, why are you saying to then not have sex? Let me tell you, this is nothing to do with shaming or being like, oh, sex is bad. But actually having a period away from actually having sex with other human beings can draw us in deeper connection with our sexuality. And that definitely happened for me. Okie dokie, so my story. (laughs) First of all, I will say that I was celibate for around six months and I'm no longer celibate. (laughs) And I will explain to you the reason that I decided to come out of celibacy towards the end of my story, but I will begin by saying that If you wish to take a period of celibacy, usually it is intentional. However, the way that it worked for me was that it wasn't intentional at all. What happened was that I found myself experiencing a period of celibacy. And when I found myself in it, reaping the benefits of it and feeling the healing that was coming out of it, I decided to continue actively and intentionally. Now, the reason that mine wasn't intentional was because I ended up in lockdown, which I think most of us did, slash the whole world did. So I was in a lockdown and particularly my lockdown brought up a lot of inner child healing. So for the second part of lockdown in the UK, my initial part of lockdown was in the UK, uh, sorry, in, in India. My second part was in the UK. And when I got back to the UK, it was like, I fully stepped into my child. 
So I almost felt a little bit like I had gone from being a woman, uh, I was about to say an independent woman, <laughs> uh, slightly cringe, but I went from being an independent woman to fully stepping into this part of me that felt like my deep, deep inner child. So I was taking a lot of time um, for the first month when I wasn't intentionally being celibate, just not feeling very sexual. So it wasn't hard for me to not desire sex because I was so in the inner child healing of me that there wasn't naturally a sexual desire present. Now, what I would say is that if I look at my timeline, so I'm gonna get a little bit real with you. If I look at my relational timeline, um, within the last few years, I could see that I was actively, probably, well, definitely subconsciously and also a bit consciously, moving from partner to partner. So I would break out of seeing someone and then very quickly I would get into something else. And in my period of celibacy, what I started to realise was that in moving from partner to partner, I wasn't giving myself the spaciousness I needed in order to get over or to grieve the last relationship I had been in. So first of all, what this celibacy helped me to do was actually get used to simply being with myself, having a deep and loving relationship with myself, without the need to jump into anything else quickly. And in that space, what emerged for me was a lot of grief. So it was almost like my heart, which I can now almost look back at and be like, wow, my heart, even though I felt that my heart was open prior to celibacy, I actually realized that I was really avoiding saying that I wanted to be in a long-term committed relationship. I was almost scared of saying that. It was like I didn't have the capacity to say that is what I want. So I wasn't actively looking for that, yet I was still getting into these dynamics with, let's call them flings or a few months of deep relating and then coming out of it. So what happened was that all of this stuff, like all of these old memories and all of this old pain and grief through the relationships, and there was one particular relationship in this, came up to the surface. And I had so much space to just be with all of that grief. And so I spent a lot of time crying. I spent a lot of time writing letters to people that I had previous relationships with that I really, really loved. And I could literally feel that as I was doing this, it was like the layers of stuff of old emotion that I hadn't allowed myself to process began to come to the surface and be released and through that I began to feel such a deep connection and spaciousness in my heart. In particular I actually went to a um, plant medicine circle and I went there with the intention of really continuing to clear out the space of my heart. And at one particular time, I was essentially in prayer and I felt this channel of pure love, like this channel of 
the, I can't even explain it in words. Human words do not even express it. I felt a channel of love. That's what we're going to call it because <laughs> there is no other way. Just rocketing through my whole body and filling up my whole body. And I've never experienced love like that before. I guess it's not even a human form of love. It was like divine love. It was infinite love. And I could feel how this love was just asking for me to open, open, open up. And in that moment, what I felt was that... I saw the timeline of my life and all of the heartbreak and hurt and trauma that I had gone through. And I saw that in those moments, it was only love at play. It was only love at play. However, my choice as a human being was to either shut my heart down, to put guards up around my heart so I didn't get hurt again. But there is also another choice, which is that when we are shattered, when we are heartbroken, when we were going through huge, big pieces of our life, we also have the ability to say let me be more open to life, let me be more open to love. So it was in that moment that I decided that I would then (laughs) be in complete and utter devotion to that force of love, that whatever I did from that moment onwards in relationships, in my life, I would always put it on the altar of love. I would always devote it or pray to love to be like, what is my next step? How would you love move through me in this situation? So that's what celibacy brought for me, that spaciousness to really come back into my heart, to release the layers and come back to a space where I was like, I trust love. I have faith in love. And I hadn't had that for, I don't know, over a decade in that purity, I mean. All right, so another thing that came through for me in my step away from sex, my period of celibacy, was that I activated such a strong connection to spirit. I felt like my sensitivity and my ability to feel, and I say spirit, I say God, I say, I mean, I say all sorts of things, however, I'm just going to say spirit and God for this, however, what happened for me was that I became so sensitive and connected to that force, and how that showed up particularly for me was that I spent a lot of time in nature, So I was going out into nature on a daily basis and it got to this point, and again, this was during lockdown, so I wasn't socialising with people so much and I was really happy not to be socialising, I'll be honest, I'm slightly, I can be an introvert sometimes. But for me, going out into nature, I would be walking through nature and it was like my energy body would start to receive and dance and move with the energy body of nature and for those of you who don't know I think some of you will know I work with channeling light language and this has been a new thing that happened for me a couple of years ago yet when I was walking through nature it was like I could start to hear and this is on English land so it was so special for me to get the 
the native songs of England rather than the native songs of other cultures. It felt really like, a, again, a, in a inner child thing to receive the, this information. But I started to receive nature's songs, nature's medicine songs. And I would start to channel like earth's wisdom and I would start to channel through singing but also through words that weren't English words and for me it was like I was having conversations with the plants and the trees and when I designed my course Becoming it was actually because there was this one particular tree in the forest I used to walk through that would always say hey Grace come with me come sit with me and there was this mound this mossy mound there um beside her and she'd always say Grace put your womb on me so I'd always just be in this forest and hope that no one walked past you know because I just <laughs> I was aware of what it looked like um I would just pull you know so so I had like my bare womb on the earth and I would sit and breathe and it was then when I would start to receive loads of information from from nature but also from spirit about what to birth into the world and that's when becoming was birthed so my my online course becoming so all of these things started happening for me and there was this one point where my friend Hannah came to see me and I remember not, I hadn't really been socialising so I'd become so sensitive, like I said, to the point that I could have conversations with trees. So when Hannah came, I was like, oh, should we, should we take a walk around the land that I go and see every day? And it was like I took Hannah but I was really aware that it was like I was taking Hannah to me a beloved, like to meet a lover, to meet my partner. And I was like, oh, so this is like the area of trees that I talk to and do this with. This is the area of plants that blah, blah, blah. And for me, there was this sense of, wow, I can't believe that in coming out of holding the need to be validated or be in connection with a human through sex and relating, that I got this opening to start to experience a relationship with mother earth I got to plug my my womb grid my energetic womb grid back into the core of mother earth and I felt like it was like my birthright my everybody's birthright actually is to be in deep intimate connection with earth however it's been so lost because we're not taught to do this however in really taking this time for myself, I felt myself plug back into that intimate connection with earth and the spirit of earth. And wow, that was huge for me. <laughs> okay, so the next thing that really came for me is that I guess I knew when I, I needed to come out of the period of celibacy. And I guess the word need isn't particularly relevant, but it's more of a, I just knew when the time of my celibacy was over. And the way that that came was that I'd done so much heart healing that I felt when I arrived in Ibiza from the UK, this draw to go out and do a ritual. So as soon as I got to Ibiza, I began to bleed. So I came onto my period. So I actively collected my blood and I went out to the land that I'm currently living on and I offered my blood up to the earth and I meditated for a bit and then I just felt this deep inner sense of you are ready to call in a really 
a big and beautiful relationship. And it was the first time in years that I internally felt like I was ready to journey deeply, to call in my life partner, essentially. And that feels pretty big even to say on this podcast, because I think that previously I had had this conditioning or this feeling that I didn't want to be vulnerable and say out loud, like, I'm ready to meet a life partner. I didn't want to be that person. I just wanted to be easygoing, you know, like, I'm not expecting much. However, the land and this this moment of, like, taking so much time out allowed me to realise, like, my deep inner truth that I was ready to journey something really deeply with someone. And so I, instead of making like a massive list of the partner that I wanted to call in, which has been previously my way of doing things, I simply just prayed and I was like, I can feel how deeply ready I am to meet this person. And I give it up to you, spirit. I know that my lists and the things that I think are good for me and are right for me in a relationship are nowhere near the intelligence that you have and what you know is good for me. (laughs) So I was like, and I am open, I am open to meeting that person. Let them know that I'm ready, send them to me. (laughs) And from that moment, I did go on to meet someone. And I mean, for the first time in, again, it feels like I'm dating or experiencing relating in a way that I haven't experienced it in so many years and I will say that it's not a relationship that I was expecting like I said it it didn't come from like writing loads of lists of things of what I wanted instead it actually came through in a complete and utter surprise and journeying with this person has been such a deep medicine for me to understand more parts of myself that Uh, desiring to be brought up to the light from the shadow and so what I want to say is that like I wouldn't have had space to allow that person into my world had I not journeyed all of the healing that I went through when I took part in this period of celibacy and at the moment um (laughs) it's not that you need to know my whole dating and relationship situation at the moment but at the moment um yeah, I'm coming back into the space of relating. However, I can just sense that there is such an internal solidness within me. Like, I do not need to have someone in my life to feel full and incredible. And so, for me, it's allowing me to really choose and be decisive about who I allow into my world who I wish to relate with and I've been able to say like actually to partners I'm looking for this in my life it doesn't mean that so I'm looking for a long-term partner I'm looking for like a solid deep conscious relationship it doesn't mean that you are that person or that person is the person but to let them know like that is my expectation right now I'm not I'm not here for fannying around. <laughs> so it's really empowered me to anchor that in. So that has been my experience with celibacy thus far. And I may or may not decide to do that again in the future. 
Um, I know I keep talking about becoming and it's just because it's relevant to say that in becoming is my guidance that for the first, I think it's the first four to five weeks, that the folks that journey it um, decide to actively take a period of celibacy because that period of celibacy, whilst we're doing the healing work, the sexual healing work that comes in the first four to five weeks, it supports them to really get into their own sexual energy without, um, let's say, the influence of anyone else's so it allows all of the past lovers and partners stuff all of the old traumas or experiences to clear out of their their energetic system their pussy their heart so that actually when we start to go into cultivating sexual energy again and accessing sexual energy again it's coming from a really like pure place where everything has been cleared um so that is just um a side note to say that now, if you are feeling called to take part <laughs> or to experience celibacy for yourself, I don't really have any massive guidelines because like I said, I kind of just flew off the seat of my pants and allowed the experience to happen. But what I would say if you are feeling called to do it is firstly, make your intention clear. Like, why are you going to give you yourself this time of celibacy? Like, what is the reason? And allow it to be bigger than like, oh, because, because Grace said, <laughs> be like, what really is it that you are intending to get from this period of celibacy? And like, make that intentional, say that to spirit, say that out loud, share it with someone. So it really lands as like, this is why I'm doing it. And if you're not sure, perhaps journal into it. It might not be um, in resonance with you at this time, it may never be something that resonates or aligns with you. And that is so fine. Um, just because this is my truth doesn't mean that everyone needs to take a period of celibacy. Definitely not. <laughs> um, next thing is to say, set a time container. Um, I know that again, like I have just said from my own experience, I just knew when it was time to stop. But I think that setting a time container for yourself, such as a month, such as two months, such as three months, really allows you to hold yourself in the self-control of saying, I'm not going to have sex. So this is more for people who might um, decide to come out of celibacy for the wrong reasons, okay, just because they're feeling like loads of desire and they want to connect with someone, which would be actually, in my, on my perspective, a challenge that is asking for you to drop deeper into your desire for sex and how you can fulfill that for yourself. So if you put a time container on things, it will allow you to hold yourself to that so that you can say, well, it's six months, or you can start smaller, you can say two months. I know lots of people have said one month and then they were like, whoa, actually this is amazing, I'm gonna go for two, I'm gonna go for three, four, five, six, and they've gone into a year. Um, so set yourself a time container. Next thing to say is like, get support doing this. <laughs> if you feel like, not if you feel like, definitely for me, as I was moving through this experience, I was anchoring all of the tools that I have learned through like my entire life in regards to healing work. And so like, this is my life, like my whole life is devoted to 
incredible healing work around relationships, intimacy, love and sex. So I have a fuckload of tools. However, if you are navigating this and moving into this and you're like, well, actually, I don't know how I would um, support myself through this healing process, like seek support if that is available to you. If you were privileged enough to be able to seek support, perhaps that is one of a therapist, perhaps that is one of a, um, a practitioner that works within sexuality, you know? So find support so that when things do bubble up to the surface, you're not just sat there on your own dealing with that, okay? Next thing to say is that um, have a daily practice when you're going through celibacy. Um, it might be that you have a morning journaling practice. Maybe you get really focused on meditation. It may be that you focus on sexual energy cultivation as a daily practice. The point of this is to have something that anchors you each and every day to intentionalize and clarify and um, align your energy, okay? So a couple more things. The next thing is to say, whilst you are intentionally abstaining from sex and relating, be aware of the other energies that you are taking in your life. Maybe that is with friendships. And notice what toxic energies are coming into your life. That might be social media, it might be the things that you are watching, reading, consuming. What are you consuming and taking in? Because this may be a time where you become sensitive and you see things that are perhaps not aligned with your energy. And um, it's my encouragement to simply be aware of that and take other things out of your life if you get the call to do that, okay? The first ever time I did a period of celibacy, which was many years ago, um, and it wasn't actually for very long at all, but it, just saying I was going to do celibacy was actually enough to do this next piece, was that I actually had to let go of some people in my life that weren't supportive for my growth and for my higher self. So that might happen for you too, so be aware of that. And lastly, don't beat yourself up about it. <laughs> Let this be something that is joyful, that is a celebration. So if you choose like, yes, to celibacy, it's not like you have to like whip yourself into shape and be like, I'm not having sex. Like don't make it like a fucking restrictive diet. Oh God, I hate restrictive diets. They're the worst. Allow it to be something that is enjoyable. Allow it to be something that brings you closer to your heart, that brings you closer into relationship with your body and your sex, that brings you in alignment with what you actually truly want in your life. So allow it to be a joy, a devotional practice to your life and to yourself, if you can. <laughs> so that is it from me on celibacy and perhaps I will get some other folks to come in and talk about their own experiences if that feels good so please do let me know if you like this podcast and actually if you like this podcast please leave a rating and a review and also do share this with friends and family it is my biggest intention that these podcasts and this information is shared as far and wide as possible I feel that having these conversations are so important it can liberate us into having more open conversations about sexuality about healing and for me seeing a world where we're all having conversations like this is just fantastic so please share out share on social media don't forget to tag me in my instagram is grace underscore 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 hazel so i'm gonna love you and leave you and um i hope you've enjoyed this podcast and i will see you next time bye